Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Rudy Maxa and Robert and Mary Carey on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard. You're listening to Hour 2 of RM World Travel, and we are America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Proud of it. Delighted we have so many stations and so many listeners. Robert and Mary are glad you're one of them today. Just after 11 a.m. East Coast time as we broadcast live, we keep in mind that uh, many of our listeners uh, are listening on stations that might postpone our broadcast to later on Saturday or on Sunday. Still glad to have you around. Robert and Mary Carrier in their New York City area studio. I'm in London this week, and the big issue here in London after Brexit is something called fatbergs or fatburgers. This is not about hamburgers. It's about huge solid blobs of fat and wet wipes and cook oil, cooking oil and other wastes that cl- are clogging the city's uh, ancient sanitation system. All kinds of gross things are coalescing to form these huge solid blobs of solid waste that, that locals have nicknamed fat burgers. City employees have to go dig down into the sewers to break up fat burgers as heavy as 15 tons each. Authorities are begging locals to, quote, bin it, don't block it, unquote, when it comes to like, cooking oil and and other products. Uh, this is so topical that the Museum of London just installed an enormous fat burger removed from under Whitehall Road as an exhibit, beautifully lit. You're not going to want to miss it when you come to London. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I might. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. I know we got uh, Alex Howard with Lonely Planet holding for us. Mary, uh, you want to give us a rundown of the sure. menu today? All right. Sounds good, Rudy. In our latest Personal Connection segment, we're going to introduce you to Justin Skizik and Patrick Gray and learn about their truly touching and inspirational travel journey as they navigated the 500-mile Camino de Santiago pilgrimage in Spain. Crowd science professor Keith Still will check in to discuss how to handle yourself in large crowds to avoid harm when traveling. And in recognition of Valentine's Day coming up this week, show friend Dylan Thuris with Atlas Obscura is back to share a few of the off the beaten path locations that celebrate love he's always fun so uh listen folks you know last week we shared with you lonely planet's best travel destinations for 2018 and this week they released their top 10 u.s travel destinations for 2018 so we invited their managing editor alex howard back to discuss these locations with us hello alex it's not very often that we have a guest back on in back-to-back weeks so thanks for joining mary rudy and me today well thank you for having me Well, appreciate it. So, listen, let's get right into this. You know, we've been to every place covered by Lonely Planet's Best in the U.S. 2018 list. And I want to start with two places that you've selected, Boise, Idaho, which is a terrific destination, and Florida's Space Coast. Uh, So tell everyone a little bit about these places. Yeah, well, as you pointed out, Boise is a great destination, um, and, and it's it's kind of what cool looks like before a lot of the world has figured it out. Uh, it's got a great art scene, great dining scene, uh, but it's also smack dab in some excellent outdoor adventures. Uh, and even in the town itself, there's a 25-mile-long uh, greenbelt, uh, so you can really have like a, an urban adventure as well. And what about and, then? We've got Florida Space Coast, which clearly this week with the Falcon Heavy, uh, more people are going there now than ever. 
Sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the Florida Space Coast is a personal favorite of mine because I grew up in Central Florida and remember seeing the space shuttle launch as a kid. Uh, and so this year, with launches like SpaceX, um, space tourism, and these launches are really kind of reigniting interest in this in this uh, region of Florida. So we think it's a great time to visit, uh, see the launches, see Kennedy Space Center, which is undergoing all, all sorts of renovations and new attractions as well. All right, um, Alex, let's talk about your number one location, one of my personal favorites, because I find that it's, uh, it's still very quiet. California's Redwood Coast, if you could touch on that first and then talk to us about the Kentucky bourbon country. Absolutely. So um, we picked California's Redwood Coast, as you point out, because it's a different kind of uh, destination. It's very quiet, it's very serene, but it's also this year, 2018, marks the 50th anniversary of the creation of Redwoods National Park. So we think it's a great time to revisit this this triumph of conservation. Um, the Kentucky Bourbon uh, Country is a great pick too, because you know a lot of people uh, are familiar with Napa and Sonoma, but um, not so many are are familiar with this part of the country and and the spirits that they have there. Uh, so we think it's a great place to, to check out. Okay, and number five on the list, um, real briefly, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, Cincinnati, long known for being a beautiful city, but it's really kind of coming into a, a spotlight as an arts and culture destination. Uh, the Music Hall is celebrating its 140th anniversary, so there's been a huge renovation there. Uh, and the Cincinnati Shakespeare Company has also settled into its new performance space as well. I tell you, I got to agree uh, um, with your Richmond, Virginia. I've been spending some time there lately. It's it's gotten to be a pretty cool town. But I, I noticed Minneapolis is number nine. I appreciate that. I live in the other half of the Twin Cities, St. Paul, which for some reason it's never Minneapolis, St. Paul on these lists. Like, would it kill you to do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, tell me about uh, Mid Coast, Maine. Um, all I think of is lobster. I've spent some time there, and it's certainly beautiful in the summer. For sure. Well, uh, you know, lobster is a big attraction there. This year, uh, the, the main lobster festival is having its 70th uh, anniversary. But uh, we picked this one because it's just a fascinating uh, corner of the United States. You know, in a lot of these places, we highlight how something has uh, been redeveloped or renewed. But this is how it stayed the same. You know, it's got this nice, easygoing, down-home quality that we just love. And is southeastern Utah, is that that region with these incredibly gorgeous deserts? Absolutely, yeah. Um, southeastern Utah has got places like Arches National Park or lesser visited areas like Bears Ears National Monument or Capitol Reef. Uh, and it's been 50 years since the publication of Desert Solitaire by Edward Abbey. Um, and he talked about the area and what it was like back then. So we think it's a great time to kind of uh, revisit this, this area. Yeah, and that's a gorgeous place of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, the last one on the list is Chattanooga, Tennessee, a beautiful part of the country in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. I love the drive, frankly, when I do that from uh, down I-75 between Chattanooga and Atlanta. Give us a quick overview on that real quick. Yeah, um, as you point out, it's a great drive. Uh, we're close to it here in Nashville, but it's also been transformed into a, a really cool foodie and cultural destination. Uh, the city's revitalized downtown is a great place to visit, and the, the river walk itself is a really cool stroll. Uh, and if you want to get into the river, uh, you can grab a kayak and just paddle around. Well, Alex, listen, you know, we appreciate we got them all in. Thank you very much for your time today. And, folks, you can find out more on this list of places at LonelyPlanet.com. Enjoy the weekend, okay, Alex? Thank you. Appreciate that. You know, I actually, Mary, Rudy, I think they did a really good job of yeah, the list in did. capturing the diversity of the country because no two places that they selected are alike. 
And it wasn't the you know obvious places, Las Vegas, exactly. Orlando, you know, uh, not Santa so Monica. well known necessarily. No. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I do think we did that Florida Space Coast last year to go see uh, the uh, that was just the the Falcon Nine launch, right. but they just had the Falcon Heavy, and that's a fun. And fun we thing drove to do. a few hours just to go do that. Yeah. So it's a good step. And did really, you actually see the launch? We did. we did. Yeah, we did. We and we did. saw the rockets come back. Well, yeah, I would definitely land. recommend it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so. they came back right to there. Yeah. That's the way they, 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 they release, the then they have yeah. them land. Yeah, not anymore. Very cool. cool. All right, folks. Up next uh, in our latest personal connection segment, if you've ever thought, you know, whether you, you couldn't do something well, because, you know, physical limitation or fear, well, Justin Skisick and Patrick Gray, they might just change your mind. The show returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you shop online without the best coupons, you might as well be saying no to extra cash in your pocket. Fortunately, there's Honey, a free browser extension that helps you get the best price on everything online. Honey scans and tests millions of coupon codes from around the web and automatically applies the best one to your order. It's so easy, Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Take two seconds to add Honey to your browser and never miss out on free money again. Get Honey free at joinhoney.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. You have to check blind spots to drive safely, right? Same thing goes for identity theft protection. If you just monitor your credit, you might miss something, like your info for sale on the dark web. LifeLock detects a wider range of identity threats to help protect your identity. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, they offer visibility you might not get on your own. Memberships start at $9.99 a month. Get protection today at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM, save 10%, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Sooner or later, your car will break down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, something like a new engine could cost you over $5,000. That's why we suggest getting extended coverage from CarShield.com. They make the process easy. You select your favorite mechanic or get the work done at a dealership, and CarShield does the rest by paying them directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or CarShield.com and use code RM to save 10%. For info, go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we are back. Thanks for staying locked in with us through that quick three-minute break. It's nice to have you tuned into the show with Mary and me today. Before we introduce you to a truly inspirational story involving the power of a friendship and how travel has strengthened their bonds in our personal connection segment today, we want to share that today's broadcast is made possible by Seaborn. You know, with their unmatched sense of style, elegance, and grace, Seaborn ships beckon you to travel beyond the bounds of the imagination. You'll clearly feel that you're a member of an exclusive club as you enjoy a sophisticated and luxurious journey like no other. Seaborn ships 
offer all suite accommodations, their signature water sports marina, an open bar policy serving premium wine, champagne, and spirits, and renowned menus. With packages and destinations available around the globe, visit Seaborn.com today to learn more about booking your travel or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Justin Skizik and Patrick Gray have been friends for over 40 years. They've been on many travel adventures together, but none like the trip they took to the ancient pilgrimage known as the Camino de Santiago. This 500-mile pilgrimage begins in a small town in France. It crosses the Pyrenees and continues through Spain. Leaving their jobs and families for over a month to experience this was hard enough, but there's a unique twist to this story that adds to the challenge. Justin suffers from a progressive neuromuscular disease that confines him to a wheelchair. The story of their trek on the Camino turned into a book and movie, and it's called simply, I'll Push You. Here are Justin and Patrick for our personal connection segment. Hello, Justin and Patrick. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. How are you? We've been looking forward to this interview all week, so I appreciate the time. Justin, I want to start off with you, and you know, let's begin kind of with the fact that the 500-mile Camino pilgrimage, it's a challenge for most active people, particularly parts of the route through the Pyrenees with the uneven terrain. You've got the mud, the rocks, etc. With your circumstances, Patrick, you know, he agreed to not only go with you, but to push you the 500 miles in the three-wheeled wheelchair. Clearly, that's some friend. Why did you choose to travel the Camino? You know, in a very quick way, I, I was called to do it. You know, I've, we've met fellow pilgrims along the way that, you know, they were called on the Camino. And I just, when I learned about it, I learned about it through a PBS te- travel television show. And I just knew as soon as I learned about it, it was something that I needed to do. I mean, everything in my heart, my mind, and my soul and body was just, you know, screaming at me to give it a shot. And, uh, Luckily enough, you know, Patrick and I in our 42-year relationship, actually 40-year relationship at that time, he uh, he said, yeah. So that was the beginning of it all. Right. Well, as Robert said, great friend. Um, Patrick, from what we gathered watching the film, you're the type of person who takes on just about any challenge and kind of runs with it. This was an enormous one to take on, not only for yourself, but also you took on the job of making sure Justin was okay throughout the entire trip. What stands out for you as something that you learned about yourself? Oh, geez. That's a loaded question, but I'll try and keep it succinct here. I, I could talk about that for days. Uh, I've kind of gone through quite the evolution since this whole journey. But I would say what the, the biggest takeaway for me in this whole thing is, uh, you know, I've spent my life living life with Justin. And as his disease has progressed, I've been there in various ways as a caretaker. And on the Camino, I was primary caretaker for weeks on end. But through that and witnessing Justin's willingness to trust me with so much, to let me care for him as well as push him and just kind of navigate all the struggles of each day that we face, it kind of opened my eyes to a new perspective of how much beauty there is in his receiving that help. And that's something that I haven't always done well. I haven't always received help from others. I've kind of been a control freak and had to do it all on my own. And this, this journey really shifted that mentality for me where now I'm much more willing to let others into my struggles and my pain and my, my difficulties so that I can, I can navigate life much more effectively. That's something that Justin has taught me through his humility and his vulnerability to this disease. All right. Well, Justin, I want to follow up on that then with you. You know, although you were pushed in the chair by Patrick and others who joined you, you know, on the travels along your way, this journey had its own challenges for you. So what was your biggest takeaway? Um, my biggest takeaway was that humanity is still good. And... You know, you, you, unfortunately, we're bombarded every day by all of the, you know, the bad things that are happening in this world. But through our journey, 
um, on the pilgrimage, on the Camino, and ever since then has been just a reconfirmation that there are some really amazing and good people in this world doing amazing things. And that we're all made to love one another as well as be loved. And um, it sounds, you know, kind of hippie-ish, but in a way, you know, it's, we've, I think we've lost sight of that in the world today and that, you know, we can, we can do much more when, we're, when we work together and when we're there for one another. Well, that's well and, said. And we just choose to listen. You know, it's simple. Extremely well said, and I think, you know, part of the power of travel is, is connecting with people, and when things go wrong for any of us, it's about how you handle it and how, as Patrick, you said, you may have to ask for help sometimes. Um, big lessons. You know, I, I'd like to talk about um, one of the opening scenes in the movie really struck us about how you had to navigate hotels and public places in Europe with a wheelchair. Uh, in one of the opening scenes, I think it might be in the very beginning, actually, you arrive in France after traveling 36 hours and you cannot get the wheelchair with Justin in it through the elevator doors. Patrick, describe this frustration. Because it's a real issue, clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a real issue, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, accessibility kind of goes out the window when we leave the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in different areas in Europe are are in varying degrees of, of okay when it comes to certain struggles. But that particular night, you know, yeah, we'd been traveling for 36 hours. We had had virtually no sleep. So, of course, the frustration is, you know, it's, it's exacerbated by the fact we're both fatigued. But, uh, yeah, in that scenario, not able to get Justin in the, in the, uh, the elevator because it's so small, you know, we, we, we had a number of options you can go. We can get super frustrated and just kind of lose our cool and, and not uh, and not be invested in just problem solving, um, but the, through Justin's kind of you know his insight and his creativity, we we figured out a way to to navigate that issue. We went in eyes wide open, knowing we were going to have struggles traveling internationally with a wheelchair, and knowing that from the get go, with having no kind of preconceived notion, just expecting there's going to be troubles, and the best way we can navigate those troubles is being creative and working through it together and inviting whoever we meet into the solution, it made those challenges so much easier to navigate as opposed to going the other direction and being immensely frustrated. I'm like, come on, guys, you know, how can you have an elevator this small? Well, hey, guys, how can we work together to figure out a solution? And so, I mean, yeah, we, we, we wound up having to use a, 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 a wheeled office chair, not the most <laughs> steady um, alternative to a to a wheelchair, but um, through using that wheeled office chair and making sure I didn't dump Justin on his head as we got in the <laughs> elevator. Well, you, you had I'm to sure do that. He appreciated that. <laughs> you had to do that a few times that we saw throughout the movie. Yeah, but you guys really yeah. did work well together, even yeah. though Patrick, you were physically doing it. Justin, you were so involved in the whole process. So, real, you know, really quick. Oh, I'm sorry, real quick on this. Uh, you know, Justin, I'm going to ask you, I know that you and Patrick, you know, you, you started an organization a few years ago that you're now helping travelers with disabilities. I'm curious, Justin, you know, what are two, you know, maybe one or two tips that you can give folks listening today around the country about traveling with disabilities? Oh, man. I'd probably say, I mean, Patrick just hit the nail on the head with the main, the biggest, one of the biggest ones, which is expect road bumps. Um, it's not going to be perfect. The world's not perfect. Um, but I wouldn't, with, with that part one of, of uh, part two here, is, um, is you know, when road bumps come along, it's, you know, it's, you'll work through it. You'll get through it, but it should not dissuade you from trying. It's a powerful story and what you did. If, if I can do it, anybody can do it because I'm basically, I mean, I'm not paralyzed, but I'm, I'm like a high-functioning quad. So, right. 
know, I don't use, I can't use my arms, my hands, my legs. I can't walk, so I'm in a power wheelchair, and you know, it's it's difficult. But spec road bumps, that's the biggest one. And then I've always viewed accessible travel, traveling with limited mobility, because that that would be our expertise. Would be that is. You know, most people, in my opinion or my experience, get frustrated or are dissuaded by air travel or trying to find transportation because uh, those are some huge obstacles you have to get over. And most people just don't even try because they're they're afraid. They've heard horror stories of you know airlines breaking wheelchairs and being left at places, and that happens. Unfortunately, it does happen from time to time. But in my experience, you know, when those things do happen, you just you just work through it. You just, well, I'm you know, going to say this. Listen to both of you. This is a, obviously, it's called I'll Push You. Folks, you can go check out the website, I'llPushYou.com. There's a book out there. There's the film that's there. This Clearly, it's obviously involving travel. It's so much more than that. It's about a friendship. There's a spiritual component to it. To both of you, listen, it, it was a true pleasure to speak to both of you today. Mary and I wish we had more time. Our best to you and to your families. Hey, hey thank, thank you so much. much. Thank you, guys. All the best to you. All right, guys. Take care. Enjoy your Saturday. And that's why we do the Personal Connection series. Yeah, you know, we watched the movie, and it's such an inspirational story. You have to see the movie and read the book. And folks, I would check it out. Again, I'll push you. So go find it, and I think you will find it as impactful as we did. A reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break as Bobby links in Rudy for segments three and four. Uh, Before Mary and I, we'll be back with you towards the end of this hour, and we're going to be talking about some obscure Valentine's Day places to visit. So stay right where you are. Your RM World Travel Express is back after these messages. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RM, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Have you dragged your IRS tax problems into 2018? Well, you know, it's not if, it's when they catch up with you. But with the number one tax resolution firm, Optima Relief, standing between you and the IRS, you can finally look forward to a fresh start. Call Optima to see if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative and tell them the Travel Trio sent you. The number is 800-501-0866, 800-501-0866, that's 800-501-0866, or find it at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafe.com forward slash travel. 
And Simply is spelled with an I, by the way. We've got some exciting news. You've heard us talking about Simply Safe for years. We've literally watched them transform into the fastest growing home and small business security company in the nation, protecting more than 2 million people. Well, they've just released their brand new security system that's been completely redesigned to be better than ever. They've added new safeguards to protect against power outages, downed Wi Fi, cut landlines, bats, hammers, and everything in between. The all-new system was rebuilt to be practically invisible with powerful sensors so small you'll hardly notice them. But you know who will? Intruders. The folks at simplysafe.com forward slash travel have spent years building this new system, and they've added so much. But you still get the same terrific price and 24-7 protection for just $15 a month. And there's no contract. It's smaller, faster, and stronger than anything they've built before. Supply is limited, so get yours today. Go to simplysafe.com forward slash travel. Or you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. And remember, Simply Safe is spelled with an I, not a Y. We're simply. All right. Well. Most interesting topic here. Very interesting topic. You may recall in September of 2015, a tragedy occurred during the once a year pilgrimage to Mecca in Saudi Arabia. That's a pilgrimage called the Hajj that millions of Muslims are obliged to make once in their lifetime, if possible. What was billed then as a stampede caused the lives of more than 2,400 pilgrims. But writing this month in the magazine Vanity Fair, journalist William Langavishi reports most of the victims died from what's called compression asphyxiation. Basically, they suffocated, although many reports called this crushing. The blame was due to terrible crowd control on the part of Saudi authorities channeling crowds through outdoor but very confined corridors. Keep in mind that more than three million pilgrims attend the Hajj, the five-day Hajj each year. A backup occurred as hundreds of thousands of pedestrians made their way to a religious site. But those pressing behind them had no way to know there'd been a hold up in front of them. That onward force of those people behind them trapped thousands of people in a vice-like grip of death. I find this article fascinating because this happens in other venues, concerts and sporting events, for example. At a love parade in Germany eight years ago, 21 people died and 500 were injured when a huge crowd became trapped. Five years ago, 21 people died and 50 were injured in Chicago while trying to hurry out of the second floor of a nightclub. Now, what's all this got to do with travel? Well, leaving aside the issue of traveling to Mecca, travelers everywhere are often cautioned to avoid large crowds. G. Keith Still is a professor of crowd science at Manchester Metropolitan University in Manchester, England. And prior to that 2015 tragedy, he was retained by the Saudis to consult on crowd control issues related to the Hajj, though he regrets some of his advice was not carefully considered. But I want to talk to him about the danger of crowds with a particular emphasis on the danger to travelers. Uh, Keith, welcome to the show. I want to chat with you in two parts, if you don't mind. First, what's your take on this? Is crowd control even possible at something as heavily attended as the Hajj in Saudi Arabia? And then after we take a commercial break, let's come back. And I'd like your advice to listeners who may sometimes attend large events and for travelers who might be naturally attracted out of curiosity to join crowds they might come upon while traveling in new cities. Whew. So there you go. First, so, so is crowd control possible if you've got a Hajj with three million people? Well, um, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me on the show. Um, Yes, it is possible. Um, Like any system, uh, it's just a question of matter of of breaking it down its component parts. So you have a scheduling system where people can be told what time to leave the camps and head towards the bridge, and that's uh, what we would call a a leveling technique that um, minimizes any any moments of uh, high density. Of course, all of that requires the design of the system to facilitate these um, arterial crowd flows. But the principle is very similar to any large city or large uh, event, is that you need to understand that uh, crowd flow has a certain physical limit. 
you can only get so many people in a particular space. And once you exceed that, the risks of trips, slips, falls, accidents um, become significant. So there's a little bit of maths involved, um, and there's quite a bit of uh, psychology and behavior involved. And, uh, you know, we're finding that people are adopting these uh, crowd science techniques now more readily to, to design and plan places of public assembly. In brief, what did you think when you read about that disaster of, of the, you know, a couple thousand people dying at the uh, wall on a religious pilgrimage? Well, I, I feel terrible uh, about these situations, particularly projects that I'd previously been involved in. We had, uh, I, I was primarily involved in uh, designing uh, elements of the, and testing the Jamara Bridge. And of course, this is about one and a half kilometers away. Now, when you change any part of a complex system, uh, other parts of the system also need to be upgraded. Um, think of it like putting a high-pressure pump in a low-pressure system. Uh, the pump is starting to work really hard, and of course the pressure is building up in other areas. So these systems must be treated as a, a holistic approach. Uh, you know, you have to fix it all. You can't just fix one part of it and, and hope that the rest is going to work. It puts a lot of strain on managing and scheduling, whereas um, certainly there are design elements. You know, you, you make the arteries bigger and it can cope with a larger heart, a larger pump. And that's exactly that bridge you mentioned was where these pilgrims were headed to. They're being funneled in various corridors toward it. And as I understand it from the Great Peace and Vanity Fair, another crowd sort of came in sideways, unexpectedly unplanned, and that jammed it up. Keith, uh, let's when we come back, let's uh, we'll get to the uh, meat of how this affects can affect travelers and individuals in other settings. If you'll stay with us, will you do that? All right, thanks. We're going to stop and take a break in just a minute, and we'll be right back. Uh, I didn't know that there were folks who studied crowds to the extent that our guest Keith still does. He's a professor of crowd science at Manchester Metropolitan University in the UK. We'll join him in just a moment and talk about how this might apply us to us in day-to-day living as well as travel. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. We get such an amazing shave using Dollar Shave Club razors with their shave butter that now we use their other products too. They make stuff for your hair, face, skin, and shower using only the finest premium ingredients. And they deliver. Right now you can get your first months of the club's best razor along with travel versions of their shave butter, body cleanser, and hygiene wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. Get your Dollar Shave Club starter kit at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Esther, Liberty Mutual just saved me 782 bucks on insurance. Liberty did what? I know. It's a lot of money, right? What'd you say? Liberty Mutual saved me 782 bucks. Visit us online to get a quote. What? I said, visit us online to get a quote, and you can save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Are you still talking? Attention shoppers, clean up on aisle 14. Clean up on aisle 14. Someone dropped a jar of pickles. 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 Beatboxing at a big box store. Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. A red minivan has the lights on in the parking lot. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Geico.
Does getting something flavorful and balanced on the table feel like a chore? Let HelloFresh take care of meal planning so you can save time and have fun cooking and eating. Visit HelloFresh.com and choose what meals you want from an ever-changing and delicious menu. Then, let HelloFresh shop and deliver pre-measured ingredients with simple 30-minute recipes that require minimal cleanup and cost less than $10 a meal. Go to HelloFresh.com slash try now to get $30 off your first box. That's HelloFresh.com slash try now. Travel Pro Luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their cruise series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen, and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water, and Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu, and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. You're listening to RM World Travel. This segment of the show is sponsored by Optima Tax Relief. With the weekend here, it's a good time for you to call the Optima Tax Team, because if you drag your IRS tax problems with you into 2018, it's time to stop the madness. Regardless of whatever you think, you can't avoid the IRS forever. But with the number one tax resolution firm in your corner, you can stop worrying and put some joy back into your life. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are good, hardworking Americans, people with families, homes, savings, and paychecks. That's how Optima has resolved over a half billion in tax debt for their clients. And they're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Stop living in fear that this is the day the IRS shows up at work, garnishes your paycheck, or freezes your bank accounts. Just call Optima to see if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative and solve your problems for good. And when you do call, tell them Rudy, Robert, and Mary told you to call. The number is 800 501 0866. That's 800 501 0866. Or find that number by going to the radio show's website, rmworldtravel.com, and looking under sponsors. We are in the middle of a conversation with a gentleman who has a very interesting profession. He studies crowds. He and his uh, fellows at Manchester Metropolitan University, where he is a professor of crowd science. His name is G. Keith Still, and we're talking with Keith Still right now. All right, so we talked about that terrible thing that happened in September of 2018 uh, during the Hajj in Saudi Arabia, that once-a-year uh, pilgrimage that Muslims are expected to take if they can during their lifetime. How does that impact you and me? I mean, there have been people killed in America and Germany and other countries during crowd situations. What's your advice to us? Things that we need to be very aware of is this balance between uh, enjoying a public event, places of public assembly and festivals and mass gatherings and street and the balance between safety and security, because, of course, uh, a large crowd uh, now potentially can become a target for uh, the malcontents of this world, uh, the criminal elements. So 
We see sometimes hostile vehicle mitigation measures, concrete barriers that are meant to keep vehicles out. But, of course, uh, any other incidents, they can actually become an impediment for crowds leaving. So key advice is always be aware of the potential risks in that environment. Um, when you go to any space, whether it's a place, a public assembly, a theatre, a cinema, uh, the streets, just be aware of your exit points. So uh, not to be alarmist about it, but uh, it's the one thing that I always advise my family. Just make sure you spend a couple of minutes when you move into a new environment. Where are the exits? What happens if there's an emergency? And, you know, as they say, forearmed, uh, forewarned is forearmed. Keith and I talked before the show, and he told me that earlier this week on Thursday, he and some of his colleagues from uh, Manchester Metropolitan University consulted with the city of Philadelphia as it planned its big celebration uh, honoring the Eagles for winning uh, the Super Bowl. So I, I understand what you're saying about looking for exits and understanding that. What about this advice we get if, let's say, we're in a foreign a city we don't know, and suddenly there's a big crowd? I mean, I know if there's an explosion or something, there's a tendency to run toward it. Or you see a huge labor protest on the streets in Paris, and you're curious, you know, what's a labor protest in Paris look like? Your advice, I would guess, I'm guessing, is don't go to it. It's always be aware. Uh, clearly, uh, if there's a public gathering and something of interest, there's always an attractor to go and have a look at it. Uh, but I tend to uh, make sure that I know where the peripherals, of the, the edges of the crowd are. And uh, again, always uh, keeping one eye open for if there's a situation, how would I get away quickly? So, uh, you know, it, it, it becomes second nature, and certainly the people that I work with. Uh, we work with the Institute of Place Management for looking at um, places of public assembly, uh, particularly the combination of making it a popular tourist destination, but also with one eye on safety and security. So there is a lot of work that goes into this uh, behind the scenes just to make sure that um, we are aware of the risks and trying to mitigate those as best as possible. You've only got about 30 seconds left. How many people on your team were involved in helping Philadelphia anticipate its crowds on Thursday? We actually have uh, seven students across six countries. Uh, they're all on our master's program on crowd safety and risk analysis, uh, being project managed with uh, our um, enterprise delivery fellow at the university. So um, it's an international team, but we get live feeds uh, pretty much as we did with the the inauguration in uh, 2017, uh, we made sure that we had uh, good visibility, people on the ground taking uh, images so that we could advise where the crowd build-up was. Well, I'm glad to know there's somebody in the UK keeping an eye on crowds in the US and trying to keep us safe. I do appreciate that, Keith. <laughs> You're welcome. And I didn't know it was happening. Uh, Jiki Still is a professor of crowd science. Who knew? I didn't. Crowd science at Manchester Metropolitan University in the UK. And uh, he's just filling, been filling us in on some of the dangers that can be uh, represented by crowds. Look around. Make sure there aren't police coming in behind you if you're attending a protest to sort of block you in. Make sure there's an exit strategy. Keith, thank you so much for stopping by the show and taking time out of your weekend. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To 
join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to the New York area, everyone. Robert and Mary with you for the final segment of this week's broadcast. And with Valentine's Day on Wednesday this upcoming week, we thought we'd discuss Valentine's Day travel with a twist. And before we do just that, we need to share that today's RM World Travel Connection is sponsored by 1-800-Flowers.com. Well, as I just said, Valentine's Day is Wednesday, and if you order this weekend, you can get 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. Mary already has her 24 red roses and is just loving them. So listen, guys, don't procrastinate as this is your way to check all the boxes this Valentine's Day and ensure it's a special day for your special someone. To order, call or go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, enter promo code RM to get the 18 red roses for $29.99 or 24 red roses for only $10 more. This offer is good this weekend only. They are really nice roses. All right. Dylan Thuris is co-author of the unique travel book, Atlas Obscura, and he's been on the show before to discuss unique travel places to visit. And with Valentine's Day just a few days away, we asked him to join us to talk about some unusual Valentine's Day themed destinations and one quite sour custom. Unusual, of course, because that's what Atlas Obscura is all about, the off the beaten path and unexpected wonders you will not find in other travel books. Welcome back to the show, Dylan. Uh, it's nice to reconnect with you again. Yeah, likewise, you too. All right, so listen, the story of St. Valentine, it has a romantic slant to it for sure, as he was known to help early Christian couples marry in secret. And I guess it's, you know, it's pretty difficult to say exactly who the man behind the myth is, but apparently there are relics right here in the U.S. and in Scotland. So please do tell us about this, Dylan. Yeah, so there are little bits of St. Valentine spread all over the world. Like you said, there's a piece in Missouri, but the skull is in Rome. One issue is that there's actually more of him than a single person could have because there's also supposedly pieces of the skull in Poland. So it's a little bit unclear how many heads Valentine actually had. And it's, it's likely that Valentine was actually multiple people mm. from a very long time well, ago. Well, clearly, but where's the Scotland connection? You said Rome, but I mean, that's amazing to me. Well, what happens is basically anytime someone needs a miracle to happen, they might go to the church and they would petition to get a little piece of a saint who they thought could help. And then they would bring it back and have a big festival. So all of these different ones are sort of responsible for different miracles. Uh, They actually just found a shoulder blade in a box in 2002 in Czech Republic. Wow. And so you would would basically go to the church and say, can I have a little piece of St. Valentine? Well, St. Valentine's, he really gets around. Well, okay. He's not just... He's not just the saint of uh, couples. He's also the saint of plague victims and uh, beekeepers. And clearly well, hey, he's got a big job to do. Yeah. He's got to get around. <laughs> All right, Dylan, before we get to the next destination of love, I want to kind of go back in time to the Victorian era because this fascinated me and have you touch on what vinegar valentines are, um, basically the opposite of how we celebrate today with all things sweet in cards, sweet sentiments, roses, roses chocolates. Yeah. So what are vinegar valentines? So I think Vinegar Valentines are the ultimate proof that anonymity can turn anyone into a troll, even in the <laughs> 1840s. So basically, these were cards that you would send to somebody who you didn't like, who you had some problem with. And not only were they mean, they said things like, with all your simpering looks, you can never incline. With your bustle stays and curls to find a valentine. They were basically insults. Wow. Male. <laughs> and the ultimate insult was that, at least until the 1840s, you had to pay 
to even read them. They, the mailman would bring them, and you have to give them a penny to even look at your insult. You were, you were not going to like the <laughs> that is That goes like to the opposite of what I think of the Victorian <laughs> era with etiquette and everything. That is a way to get your point across. All right. So now the Coral Castle. Unexpected. Uh, we've explored Florida many times. I'm sure many of our listeners have. Not familiar with this castle. Please tell our listeners what it is and how it fits into the obscure Valentine's Day theme. So in, in Homestead, Florida, or near there, there's a place called Ed Leedskalman's Coral Castle. And Ed was a Latvian guy, uh, and he grew up there. When he was 26, he was supposed to marry this 16-year-old named Agnes. And then for reasons that are unclear, maybe the 10-year age difference, Agnes canceled the wedding. Heartbroken, Ed left Latvia, came to America, settled in Florida, and began building this gigantic monument to lost love. Supposedly this whole thing was dedicated to Agnes. It took him 26 years of hauling massive stones. Some of the stones in this castle are larger than pieces of Stonehenge. And he did this mostly in secret. People say he worked at night so that no one could see him putting this together and just sort of slowly formed uh, over these years. And apparently he sent back invites to Agnes to come and see the monument uh, and was playing. Well, he, he was building her clearly his own version of the Taj Mahal. That's right. That's exactly what it was. So, just, I, 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 you know, he built clearly... Built one man. Yeah, by, and, and built on sandy soil of Florida. So uh, that's interesting, but with the shells. But, but is, it, is it something that, again, travelers can go and experience and, and feel that magic of love? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can go, you can tour it. People pontificate a lot on how he even moved these massive stones around. Yeah, so very, were, visitors come every day. Yeah. Dylan, listen, always interesting when we have you on. We appreciate you helping us put a different perspective on Valentine's Day. Give our best to everyone at the Atlas Obscura team. Um, Will do. And enjoy the weekend, right? And, and Valentine's Day. Likewise. You too. All right. Take, take care, care, Dylan. Thanks Thank very you. Much. All right. Always fun having Dylan on the show, Mary. Uh, it enjoy is. that. And, and folks, pick up the book, too. Okay. The book is at uh, your local bookstore, Atlas Obscure. Every time we pick it up, you always learn something, a lot of fun. Uh, you'll find it on Amazon. And one quick pop culture fact we didn't get to Billy Idol's song, Sweet 16, was actually inspired by that story. And uh, he filmed part of the music video at Coral Castle. That's interesting. So, and you yep. love that kind of stuff. So that's, I do. Uh, yeah. Well, it's always good to get a fun fact there. All right, folks. That's going to put a wrap on today's edition of our weekly travel get together. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM world travel special thanks to all our guests who appeared on the show today with us thanks to our show team for helping the three of us put today's program together and to get it to you to all our network affiliates and sponsors and certainly to all of you out there who help make what we do america's number one travel radio show wherever you may be headed this week safe travels and enjoy happy valentine's day you've been listening to your rm world travel connection america's number one travel radio show on the ssi radio network